Welcome to Cover to Cover, a podcast featuring musical conversations about an album or song which has changed and enhanced someone's life. I am your host, songwriter Matt Tarka. Thanks for joining us. We humans connect with the presence of music in our own unique way. As an artist, a concert goer, through our headphones, or as something that simply lives in our everyday background. Our guest today is a musician. She is one fine lace. As for her bio, she's a 28-year-old indie singer-songwriter from Idaho and currently based in Seattle. In 2020, she released the first two songs off of her upcoming EP centered on mental health, namely Hold On and Amazing Mom, also known as Infertility Song. She hopes to release three or four songs, three or four more songs, excuse me, over the next couple of years. Producing music got put on hold for a little while last year when, in her own words, she gave birth to a little miracle baby, but says she should be back in the studio sometime in 2022. For our conversation today, Fine Lace has chosen We Can Still Sing by Nashville based singer songwriter Allison Leah. We Can Still Sing is a song inspired by the hundreds of people singing from their balconies in 2020 during the current and ongoing global health pandemic due to COVID-19. So without further ado, let's welcome our guest to the program. Lace, it's really great to have you here. Thanks for uh, joining us from the West Coast today in Seattle. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm really excited to be here and look forward to chatting about this song. Great. So what where did this begin for you what inspired you to choose this particular uh, song from Allison well um Allison and I met on Instagram about 3 years ago and I became an instant fan um and she has been slowly releasing more music since then but when she released this song um uh, I first heard her cover of it on YouTube I think not cover uh her song on YouTube. And I was a wreck. (laughs) I was a total wreck because, I mean, there's nothing to compare what we've been going through with this pandemic to anything. It feels almost normal now. But at the time, she wrote this literally just a couple weeks in to the pandemic. And we didn't know what to expect. We didn't know where we were going. And I find that we're still kind of in that two years later and this song still applies. And I don't know, it just feels really personal to me that, especially as a songwriter, some of her lyrics talk about writing music and not wanting to be able, like not being able to pick up that pen and write music because how do you write about something like this? Sure. We're we're just living in so many respects day to day. Oh yeah. With this pandemic and in in so many regards it's either touched us personally and we've been able to overcome it or you know the alternative is very devastating for families and you know everybody. It's it's impacting everyone around the world right now. Absolutely. Um, Even if yeah. you don't get COVID, even if you don't get the sickness, it's 
certainly impacted jobs and lifestyles and the ability to connect with family members. Um, people have taken different stances on the on the virus, and family members have been split on that. And it's been crazy to watch people both come together and be driven apart by the same pandemic. Friends we're talking with Fine Lace here on Cover to Cover with Matt Tarka, um, talking about an artist named Allison Leah, who uh, she released a song not too long ago, actually. I believe it was in March of 2020, titled We Can Still Sing, all about uh, the current global health pandemic uh, that we're all experiencing right now. Um, Lace, I have a question for you. It's kind of uh, off of my personal sheet here. Um, have you personally uh, collaborated with Allison in, in some regard, whether it's lyrics or just a fully kind of flushed out song? I, I know you mentioned just a little while ago that, uh, that you're friends, um, but have you collaborated on anything? We haven't collaborated on any, anything. Uh, at the beginning of the pandemic, I think sometime in April of 2020, we did do an Instagram live show together where we took turns singing um, but we haven't actually written any songs together. That would be something I would love to do. Uh, but no, that's, that's not one that we've done yet. Yeah. So Allison, if you happen to catch our uh, particular podcast here, <laughs> outreach has been made. <laughs> <laughs> so Another question I have, um, a, a little bit off topic, but just in, in total regard to the artists that we're speaking about right now, um, your friends, but how did you discover her music? Was it that particular Instagram live show or it, was there some it, other kind of form of correspondence? So we, uh, we discovered each other in 2019. I don't remember who followed who first, but she reached out to me kind of like a cold, like cold call, like artists kind of do sometimes on Instagram in messenger and just yeah. slid into my DMS and was like, Hey, I'm excited to follow you. I'm a fellow artist. And I was like, give me some of your music and I'll listen. And we listened to each other's stuff. And then we became each other's fans and after following each other and being involved in their each other's Instagram stories and posts, we slowly became friends over the past few years. That's really cool. That's really cool. It's kind of uh, easing into a friendship virtually and then in, you know, kind of in 3D form, real life. Right. Yeah. It's crazy because especially with the pandemic, we haven't ever met in person just over the internet, kind of like you and I are right now. We've I've never been out to visit her in Nashville and she hasn't come out here to Seattle. We are hoping we've talked about doing that once the pandemic is over and going out and visiting each like other. Like a show swap. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's really cool. Um, really cool. So was this uh, was this particular song we can still sing? Was this part of um, was, was this an, just an individual single, or was this uh, something that she released kind of as a as a package, like an EP or a, a full length album, or was it just just so timely that yeah, a single? Um, how did this? Did, are you aware of kind of the the process by which this song was uh, was released? A little bit. Um, okay. I know that she wrote the song at the beginning of the pandemic and then did release it as just a single because it was so pert pertinent to the time and she wanted it to reach more people so that people could have its message of hope during such a difficult and crazy time. 
Um, and I believe that it is a self-produced album that she just, or single that she just made by herself and recorded it in her home with her family members, actually. Um, all of the like snaps and background singers um, are her family members. Um, and yeah. Yeah. Highly recommend checking out the video on YouTube. Pretty easy to find. Um Something from Allison's website, uh, Jonathan Fram from the blog for folks sake. Jonathan writes, quote, a choral call to arms for love, kindness, and respect. The singer songwriter has effectively woven a beautiful anthem for this precise moment in history. That's a very nice kind of encapsulation of what you're about to experience as the listener. Um, what do you think about that? I feel like this might be a good time to just kind of dive into the lyrics as well. Um, let's, let's kind of go through that together um what 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 lyrics or you know what like portions of the melody resonate with, with you with the with the song from allison ah, the chorus the chorus gets me every time uh when the pandemic hit and um everything just shut down and got i felt like everything just got quiet for a minute like the whole world was holding its breath and then I just picture like this little flame of hope popping up in Italy when the people were singing from their balconies and it just reminded me of humanity, like that there are people out there and we all are going through this together. And even though we speak different languages and we come from countless different backgrounds, it was literally impacting every single person in the world. And the message of we can still sing, we have our voices, you and me, that just, oh, it, I could not listen to this song without crying for probably the first year of the pandemic. And even sometimes now, if I'm like caught in the right moment, I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, still can cry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a really primitive kind of behavior that that we humans have, you know, we all can sing. We all can do it. We all have we all have something that we can feel and, and we can do that by singing, I guess is what I was thinking. Definitely. I just oh, I love the hope. I love the hope that this song brings and the connection that it brings, despite borders and barriers and despite rules and regulations keeping us home and keeping us apart mm-hmm. for safety yeah, or whatever uh, reason. You said it. We just like have this also ability. Oh, sorry. We have this ability no, to go connect ahead. with each go other ahead. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. through music. One day when this is over, we will joke of of all that time we spent inside, and yeah, and how beside how itself, beside ourselves, ourselves we were. We were. <laughs> it's a ah, oh, how true is that? How true is that? I mean, we're just <laughs> we're, we're 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 trying to protect ourselves and our loved ones, and we're just. We've locked ourselves in. I mean, you know, technology like Zoom, you know, was typically used for, you know, with people that were working remotely for for a couple of years. And then all of a sudden, you know, everybody was trying to find, you know, the latest and greatest technology to figure out ways of staying in contact, certainly musicians. Oh, yeah. As musicians, we had to learn how to keep doing what we do via the internet. And that was actually one of my favorite things that happened uh, from COVID was the amount of online shows that started and online musical 
performances that I was able to see via Instagram Live or Facebook Live. And then things started popping up on other platforms that I'm not as experienced in, but had you have opportunities to buy tickets for these things and tip the artists through Venmo or other opportunities. And I just love that. I think that it is so cool that something that could have been so devastating to musicians and was at the very beginning has opened up opportunities for us to create music and share music and promote each other's music um, in ways that we never would have thought of before had the pandemic not happened. I feel like I've developed a deeper connection to artists that I really treasure in my own record collection. Somehow, if they happen, especially to have some kind of an Instagram presence, and if they went live with any old thing, you know, it could be sharing a new song, promoting something that they were planning to do on an online platform later that night. There just seems to be this, you know, breaking down of that proverbial fourth wall nowadays, you know? where maybe you could get lucky of meeting an artist at a merch table, depending on a club or whatever the venue is. Um, but now it's like, it, it's not only broken down, you know, a lot of barriers in, in many respects between artists and musicians, but it just, it just feels like there's like some extra camaraderie. Oh yeah, definitely. With the whole concert experience, you know, and hopefully it, you know, it, it, it continues, you know, and, you know, in a real, you know, kind of space, you know, once this pandemic has passed. Yes. Oh, that has been so cool. That breaking down of that barrier. I feel like I have met and connected with so many artists. Um, Instagram is my main platform that I use. And so, um, I noticed on one of the podcasts that you've done previously was with Rory DeLaznow and his songwriter showcase. And that's been one of my favorite things, like just getting on and watching those live streams and connecting with new artists. And oh, I it's something that I've never seen before, just the accessibility of music now. Absolutely. I, I think Rory's um, showcases, is it still on Monday nights on Instagram, the songwriter showcase? Oh, Something remember. like that. Yeah. It's been but a it's, little it's while. It's so great. Yeah. He has maybe four or five musicians that kind of log on at the same time. And, you know, it's just, it's super cool. It's just, you, you know, some people tell stories, some people, you know, I think will collaborate with each other in that, you know, in that space too, at, you know, simultaneously as it were. Um, but yeah, that's a really nifty, it's been really just kind of nifty to just like watch, you know, discover new artists. It's Yeah. It's a great way of using social media. <laughs> Definitely, for sure. Yeah. Um, Lace, I'd like to uh, I'd like to close our conversation or wrap it up uh, with a conversation about cover art. So, uh, as we both know, we uh, you know it's a 21st century. There's so many there's there's so many different ways of releasing music, uh, but the one thing that is still um, <laughs> maybe required but certainly pervasive is some sort of cover art. Um, when you look at this, uh, I believe it's a photograph that Allison has depicting, you know, what you're about to experience. Do you think it's an accurate representation? Maybe a misdirection, maybe it's, you know, maybe it's narrative. What, what speaks to you about, you know, this cover art what's happening? If you can describe that too, for our listeners. Um, I believe uh, I should pull up a picture of her cover art, but I believe that it's um, a picture 
of an arm reaching out through the sky. Um, and I think that it is a wonderful depiction of the song because, um, so I feel like this picture, uh, it's a man reaching out of a window and kind of reaching up to the sky and you see this apartment building in the background. And I think that it's perfect. I, I love the representation of and the reminder of what happened in Italy when the people were singing out their windows. And it's just that that reaching up to the sky like you might do when you're singing is also kind of that symbol of hope, like holding up a torch or just reaching out and being like, we can still sing an exclamation to the world. We, we still have this. We have hope and we have light even amidst everything that's going on in the world and our voices will not be broken down. I love that. That is so beautiful. Um, Fine Lace from Seattle, Washington. Thank you so much for being on the program today. Thank you for, um, for sharing this new artist, Allison Leia. This has been really great. Um, Where can people uh, learn more about your music and your messages I, I, I suppose within your music as well uh instagram is the biggest place uh it's my biggest social media presence i am on spotify and anywhere that you can stream music uh, but if you want to learn more about me as an artist and what i stand for definitely check out my instagram handle at fine lace music lace thank you so much thank you All right. Thanks so much to all of you for taking some time to stop by the program today. For all of you listeners out there, thank you very much. And please remember to hit that subscribe button on that device in which you listen to your favorite podcasts, whether that's on Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, or maybe even Amazon. Take a moment to tell a friend or tell some of your family members about our show. Let us know how much you like the show by giving us a good rating. That will certainly help us appear higher in search results. And feel free to drop us a line at hello at covertocoverconversations.com. Intro and outro music of our podcast is produced by Jarrett Nicolay at Mixtape Studios in Northern Virginia. We hope you discovered some new music, perhaps rekindled your love for an old forgotten song, and shared a good moment with us as we continue to sonically explore a world from cover to cover.